fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Podcast, where we are highlighting the athletes from the 2023 CrossFit Games semifinals. And with us today is Natea Flores. Natea, so good to have you with us. Good to be here. Thank you. So we had your husband on yesterday, and that was a total, total mess up on my part. I should have had both of you on together because we love when couples are on the show together. That's okay. Because you can never get away with anything because the other one will call you out if you say anything that is not true. Yeah, I was listening yesterday, (laughs) and I I heard if I was going to say, if I was on, I definitely would have called him out. So first things first, uh, you have been to a semifinal. He has not. Correct. You went to Granite Games last year. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that experience like for you? Um, it was completely different than anything I've ever done. Um, starting that season, Nico kept saying, you'll make it. You'll be fine. And I was like, I don't know why you think that. Like, there's, there's no way... Um, maybe next year, but not this year for sure. And then when I made it, it was more just terrifying because I was like, I don't know how I made it. Um, and then when we got there, I was like, I don't even know how I'm here right now. Like, this is just crazy. But it was a really good experience for me. It's good to get that first year out of the way. Um, and making it back, it helps me to feel like I and meant to be there. Like it wasn't just a fluke that I made it. Um, so I'm definitely feeling more confident and more comfortable this year going in. So that was very helpful. So what I'm hearing is you felt like a little bit of an imposter syndrome last year. Like, like how did I get this? I don't really deserve it. Yeah. Like we had done and like the work leading up to it, like we started HWPO Pro as soon as it opened. So it was like our first year doing that. Um, so it was a whole year of new training for us. And I just do what I'm told. It's like whatever's there is what I'll do. But it was just kind of crazy to think that in just a year that kind of helped me make that jump um, to be able to compete and qualify to get there. So, how much fun did you have at Granite Games? Were you able to soak any of it in or were, were there just a lot of nerves that didn't allow that? I tried to have as much fun as possible. I definitely felt like there was a lot of stress, but I just tried to remember it's my first year. I'm just learning. I'm new to all of this. And it like I've competed quite a bit locally and going there was 100% different than like even just watching the athletes, they are way more professional than I had ever seen. So it was all just new for me. So I just tried to remember that the whole time. Whatever happened, happened. Um, I was just there to take it workout by workout. 
and get through the weekend and just try to enjoy and learn as much as I could. So the last thing you said was learn. And I was going to ask, were you trying to be like a sponge and just soak in all the different things you saw and how professional they were and the way they cooled down, the way they warmed up? Yeah. And I had never, like, I've never really trained like that. Like after I finished the workout, I'd roll on the ground for 30 minutes and then maybe stretch after. (laughs) But as soon as they're done, they're back in that warm up area, cooling down, um, getting massages stuff like that and it was just crazy and they also always had someone to carry their bags like they had no stress put on them whatsoever which is also crazy um luckily we kind of picked up on that early so nico started doing that for me just to help out as much as he could so that was very helpful and at granite games you had to climb like a very large set of steps just to get off the competition floor very large. <laughs> it was, yeah. I think it was the worst after that sled push event. My legs were toasted yeah. after that one. There were at, at least men that did not make it up the steps. They had to stop yeah. and sit down and rest. Yes. Um, for that. Did you, did you make it the whole way? It was very, very slow. I do remember that um, distinctly because it felt terrible, but they kept pushing us. They're like, you got to move, get up the steps and then you can sit on the, on the bleachers when you get up there. It's like, okay. Easy for them to say. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was on that side, uh, doing interviews and stuff and I was trying to find the right place. So I kept going up and down those steps. And I think that was my workout for the weekend. Yeah. (laughs) It's a good one. Yeah. Um, so it was a very different kind of workout too, because it was outside. Mm-hmm. Um, semifinals aren't generally outside and this year it's not going to be, you're going to be in an arena kind of old school, the way that they've always been done. Are you looking forward to that opportunity and not all the rubber pellets everywhere? Yeah, for sure. I can't remember if it was the first or the second day, but one of them, um, it might've been that first day. And it was, I think it was the first day, maybe just that thruster handstand walk. It wasn't even a long workout, but like being, fatigue quick and then like that was the first one I had all the nerves um but then when we kicked upside down and there was all that heat um that just felt like it was immediately on my face because my face was so close to it I think it was that day I was like this this is gonna be a long weekend if it stays this hot but yeah yeah it was crazy the year before was way way hotter so you actually got lucky yeah (laughs) that's what they said. And I was like, Oh, good for them. (laughs) Troopers. Yeah. So, um, yesterday when I had Nico on your husband, Mm -hmm. um, he said that away from the CrossFit floor, you are not competitive. Is that fact or fiction? That's a fact. I'm not very competitive (laughs) at anything. I just like to be chill. If I'm not working out, I, I mostly, but, laying down if I'm not working out. So there's no competitive after that. It's all in the gym. Not even like monopoly or. No. Nope. Nothing. So, (laughs) so he was correct there, but he said in the gym, different story. Yes. And you want to win everything in the gym? Mm 
do, but it's so hard. And he lied about that. It's not, I did not beat him that much. It's a pretty, pretty even by the end of the week on what we get. Most of the time he's probably, he probably wins more than I do, but, um, definitely very competitive, but luckily for me, um, I think, cause I've only ever had him to work out with. So no other females. Um, so it's kind of an advantage for me for him to be a male, especially on like machine stuff where he's always ahead kind of gives me that extra push. Cause like, well, if I can just get off this, maybe I can catch him somewhere else. Um, so day to day, that's a very competitive situation, but it makes it fun. Does, does it make, does it make your power output on the machines get better having to like go up against him? I think so. It kind of depends on the workout. Like if I know I'm pretty good at gymnastics, I don't know why, but that's kind of where I do really well at. So if it's like we had a workout the other day where we had the same calories on the rower, but as soon as we got off, I could kind of catch him on the next two movements because they were both gymnastics. So it does help me on the machines, especially because I'm a smaller athlete. Machines I just struggle with anyways. Um, so it helps me keep, yeah, definitely the power output's quite a bit higher with him. So we're following a couple athletes through the whole season. And one of them is Logan Ewing, who is Roman Krennikov's training partner. And Roman is known as like the best machine person in yeah. the world, right? And Logan says his machine work has gotten so much better just trying to keep up with Roman. So I was just wondering if maybe you got the same effect by, by being able to try to do that. Yeah, for sure. And that's, it's exactly what I need. Cause where, like I said, the machines are, I struggle with those more than anything I would say. So it's good for me to have that push to try to get off at least like five cows after him. Um, he'll always be ahead. I'm sure, but it's a good push for me to keep the RPMs higher. Yeah, I know. So I go to Christy Aramo O'Connell's gym. Oh, okay. and, and, um, you know, she's known as one of the best smaller athletes that we've seen. Yes. Um, and she did a, a video about like the echo bike, like the echo bike handles are above her head. Yes. Right. So when she's pushing, she can't get any power into the handle because it's above her head. Right. So she had her husband weld handles lower just to show them like if she could do it at chest level, what it would do. It. <laughs> yeah. And it, it made a complete difference. So we have a bike at my gym that has two handles on it, one up here and one down here. Yeah, that would be awesome. Cause like, even I have to keep the seat all the way forward to reach the handles or I am having to lean forward more just to be able to extend all the way with that handle. So it's definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Same with her. Um, but she found a way to overcome it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pushing. And that's what you're doing now. So you guys jumped, you guys are with hard work pays off mm -hmm. the pro. Um, but you don't really have an individual coach. You're just, you're doing the programming that's given. How has that been for you? I asked Nico this yesterday, but for you not having like that immediate feedback 
from anybody who's doing the programming? Do you have someone around you that looks at your technique and says, Ooh, you can be efficient, more efficient here or there? Um, sometimes Nico will do that for me. Uh, I've asked him to coach me and he won't coach me because <laughs> I have a hard time drawing the line between the husband and the coach. So he won't do that for me. Um, but sometimes like if he sees something, he'll say it or they have that circle group on HWPO. And I post a lot of my lifting in there just because we've never been coached in lifting. Everything that we have learned has been like through YouTube and kind of like, oh, I think that looks similar. Um, and that obviously has taken us a long time to learn and figure out just because of doing it that way. But um, I do post lifts quite a bit in there. As far as like the Metcon side of things, it's more so like I record stuff and I just kind of pick out what I can see. Um, I'm not a pro at it, but I do what I can. So the reason I ask that is, say, let's hypothetically, you and Nico both go to Pasadena and you both finish, I don't know, 13th, mm -hmm. right? Just hypothetically. And then you're like, Ooh, I'm so close. Like I'm so close to, to getting there, man, if I could just get those couple little things, would that drive you to want to get like a coach to look at those things? Or do you think the way you're doing it is the way that works for you guys? I don't, that's hard to say. We, we've talked to a few people about coaching us and this sounds ridiculous, but we tried it for a week with somebody and it was just way different than what we're, and this was right after quarterfinals. And it was just way different than what we had been used to and it just scared us. And I was like, I don't know. I don't think this is the right thing to do. And we talked to a bunch of people and they, they just kind of gave us the analogy of don't fix what's not broken. Um, just because we've been able to make the jumps that we have in the past two years. But I definitely think if that were the case, maybe we would stay on the pro, but we would make more of an effort to go down to different kinds of camps and stuff like that to get looked at. And just to kind of compete with other athletes, because I think that's where we lack a lot too, where we just have the two of us. So he only knows how good I am. And that's not very beneficial for him because guys are a lot better. Um, but for me, it's it's been okay, because obviously he's a male and they just have more power so he's always ahead but i think we might try that before getting a coach okay yeah and i think at, at the very least just trying out a couple different places and building relationships where you can you you make friends and text and then know like where people are at with certain things yeah would go a long way yeah and the other hard thing is, too, is we just don't have anyone that coaches around us. So it's kind of more of that virtual experience as well, unless you're continu like continuing to travel back and forth, which I think would be kind of hard on us. Um, so it's just tough, but I guess we'll see how this year goes and we'll play off that. Yeah. And, and there's no right or wrong answer. I'm just, yeah. I, I like to just dive into the thought process, right. And, and see where it is because, you know, Justin does it different than Tia does it, that does it mm -hmm. different than, than Rich does it. Right. They're all, yeah. but they were all successful. 
Right. Right. Um, and I, and I'm just, I'm working with an athlete who is in a very similar situation where she is by herself with no training partners, mm-hmm. comparable to what she is trying to accomplish and is looking for those relationships or something just to even on the blind leaderboard weekends, give you an idea. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And that's just super yeah. helpful. Just to know where you're at. Cause like, like he mentioned, we didn't know how good people were until I went to that comp and I was like, Oh, I'm pretty good at gymnastics. Like that ring muscle up one, I'll probably get a little head, but everyone was right with me. So like, you just don't know how people are until like either you can compare scores regularly or just till you're with them and able to compete head to head. Do you, do you have any athletic background before CrossFit? Um, I guess it depends on who you ask. I did dance and cheer and I think that helped, I guess, with the coordination. Maybe it helped with the gymnastics because I don't know why those come so naturally for me, but that, I so guess was I, the cheerleading more the tumble kind or just the cheering kind? All of it, yeah. Tumbling, okay. I did a lot of tumbling. So so that gives you a lot of body awareness, which is what gymnastics yeah. requires, right? Yeah. There's a lot of elite athletes that came from cheerleading. Right, yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. Um, yeah, like Allison Scuds <laughs> and... Um, a couple or were just, that's what they did. They were tumblers or even bases did seem to do well in the CrossFit world. Mm-hmm. For sure. So were you, were you a flyer of tumbler? Uh, I did tumbling. I based and I was a flyer. So, so you it. can do it all. I like to think so. <laughs> I really yeah. enjoyed it. And I, I do think it translated a lot to, like you said, just body awareness, but I think this yeah. is a better sport for me than those were. <laughs> I enjoy this yeah. more than for sure. And do you just like being fit? Is, is that just something you enjoy out even outside of competition? Yeah. Yeah. I've always enjoyed um, working out uh, when I First, like before Nico and I started dating, I was just always in the gym, but it was just so hard for me because I never knew what to do. So I just did a bunch of stuff. Like I was probably in the gym for a few hours every day, but probably not doing anything super beneficial because I didn't know what to do. So CrossFit definitely helped a lot with that, having some somewhere to go in and there's always a plan to do. But you didn't end up on any of those fail videos we see on like TikTok or Instagram. Not yet. No. <laughs> okay. Um, so Nico said you guys were high school sweethearts. Right. And he described himself as a brat in high school. Was is that a fact or fiction? He with that, he just meant with football. Like there was just situations that made him hate that he wasn't a brat no it was just with the football that he thinks he was a brat with but he was good so i guess he had a right to be i'll give him that and and you yeah that that is what you're (laughs) supposed to do right that's your guy and you're going to support him right (laughs) right 
Um, and so how, how did you guys meet? Um, we met in the fourth grade. He, I had switched schools, moved to his school, and then he asked me out like 15 times that year. I was like, my dad will kill me. In fourth grade? Yeah. So it's been, it's been a long time coming. But here we are. How, how long <laughs> did you make him wait? 16. I don't know how old you are in fourth grade, but till 16. <laughs> that's, that's like 10th grade, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. six years. One yeah. thing you got to say, he was persistent. persistent. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm you, you were playing hard to get. That's how it has to be sometimes. You got to see how much they want it. <laughs> That is, that's awesome. Um, so now you're going to Pasadena and it's a different dynamic this year. Last year it was just you. Yeah. And Nico, Nico had your coach's badge. Mm -hmm. Now this year, Nico doesn't need a coach's badge because right. he's going to be back there on his own. Um, what is your plan for who's going to help you out back there? Um, I, we have a lot of people coming down, so I'm going to pick one to pick on the whole weekend and try and take my stress away from me. I don't know which one yet. I don't know who's going to be that lucky, but one of them, because I know I can't do it. Do... He's got his own stuff to think about. Um, so you're going to do a raffle to raise some money and then the winner gets to be your gopher for the weekend? Probably something like that. There. Yeah, might as well yeah. get some cash out I of the do. deal too. <laughs> might as well help me out a little bit. Um, and then so what is your expectation this year? Last year was just try to have fun, soak in and learn as much as you could. What is this year about? Um I think this year I would really like to be at least middle of the pack. I think that jump for me would be pretty good. Um, but I, like I said last year, I would just, I knew that I was new, so I knew it wouldn't be um, quite what I expected. So I really didn't have too many nerves going in. So I think with the pressure of really wanting to do well this year, I think that makes me quite a bit more nervous. But... I would have to say middle of the pack. I would like to, because um, I think I'll be in that last heat to start. I would like to bump up to the next one, or first heat, I should say, first heat, and then bump up to the next one. Okay. So do that. Um, yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, what's the one thing you learned last year that you're carrying forward? Like, is it cool down warm up? Is it nutrition and having food available? Is it what, what aspect did you learn the most? Um, both of those for sure. Like nutrition, I was hungry the whole time. Um, but I also didn't want to eat. So I really didn't eat that much the whole weekend. Um, and I definitely think that played a part going into day to day because I was so tired and I couldn't figure out why because I like that volume of training 
wasn't something that I was new to. And I was like, why am I so sore? Why do I feel like crap? And I think that all just played into wasn't eating enough, was not fueling after working out either. And then also wasn't cooling down, so I was sore, which I didn't appreciate, but I did that to myself. <laughs> um, so so are you just doing this from memory? Or are you like tracking it like a checklist? Like we've got to do this, this, and this. Checklist style. Because if I don't, I'll probably, like I forget things so quick. So definitely I'll have a list, make my way down the list. And then we can move on to next workout or the next day just to make sure I do it and, all the way I should. And then the winner of the raffle will be responsible for checking those off for you. Yes. <laughs> and let's hope they don't mess it up. <laughs> yeah. Or, or they have to pay you double the raffle fee. That sounds good. We can do that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> See, you just need a manager, someone to like, make sure that you, we can get some cash for you. We get exactly. you some help. Yeah. Right. That's Offset this point. cost to Pasadena. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, um, you, you get there, you accomplish all your goals. It goes super well. You learn a ton. How are you celebrating on Sunday night? Probably pizza. That's what Nico said too. Lot only he said lots of. Lots of pizza. I say that, but I once we get there, I can never hang with that lots word. Um, but pizza for sure. I'm sure we'll get home, unwind for maybe a few days, and then probably just right back to it. We have a team comp that we're doing. Um, coming up shortly after so. So uh, Wad Zombie says uh, Pasadena has a nightlife. Do they? <laughs> that that's where yeah. that's where it gets me is that uh, I'm such a homebody and I like my bedtime. <laughs> so <laughs> our friends don't know. So I guess we'll see where we end up. I'm sure they'll. So when it. you get the pizza, do you and Nico agree on toppings? Yeah. Which is great. What what are the toppings? Um, any kind of meat lovers. We're pretty basic though, it's just pepperoni. But one of the two. Sometimes simple is best. Yeah. Um, I am a pepperoni and mushroom guy. Okay, That's there you it. go. N nothing else. Right. I get don't, that. Don't don't pollute my stuff with peppers and crap and yeah. And I like those things in separate, but on my pizza, I just want pizza. Just want a pizza. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're the same way. I get that. Um, well, it's been so much fun uh, chatting with you. Uh, I got to get it right. Natea. Yes. It's been so fun chatting with you. Thank you so much for jumping on with me. Good luck in Pasadena. Um, I will be there. Uh, and they're just saying in the chat, one of them wants Wad Zombie to take me out on the nightlife, but he but he has to take my GoPro with him. Oh, there you go. That's fair. Gotta have. Yeah. To. Um, and with that, thank you everybody in the chat. You guys are awesome. Thank you, Natea, and good luck in Pasadena. And I hope you achieve all your goals. Thank you.
Thank you so much. And with that, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Media Podcast. (laughs) 